I didn't know. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of the Overdog Podcast. Overdogs. You can't see me now, but I'm doing the hang time symbol. She's <laughs> totally throwing up the shaka. The same one that Gerald and Arnold used to do together. Gerald and Arnold. Didn't they used to do this together? Who are like, Gerald and Arnold? Gerald and Arnold are the two main characters of one of the best TV shows on Nickelodeon in like the 90s, early 2000s. Maybe? I don't trust you in time. She told me Space Jam came out in 2000. Hmm. I thought that it... Yeah, you're right. Did? Oh. Whatever you're going to say is righter than whatever the your voice, wife said. The deeper <laughs> voice you're hearing or the laugh you're hearing right now, guys, is uh, act extraordinaire. Thespian. Thes PN. This man right here. <laughs> Thank you guys. For I'm a the... fan. Oh man. Thank Wait, don't interrupt. The... We're not done. Um, what do you what do you call it? Two hundred percent of Miller time. Two hundred percent of Miller time because we're four hundred percent together. Uh luxurious beard having if you can see his beard right now, it would kinda look like what you think uh when you when you hear about Samson, you would think his beard would look like this. Okay. You guys are way too flattering. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Bro, bro, thanks for being here, man. Ah, yeah, it's good to be here. Nadi, thank you for coming to my one-man show way back when, when I wrote it. Man, I used to come to, like, any show that Lisa she was going to. Oh, yeah. She was down yeah. for sure. The Bungler. That yep. was the last show I think you saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There it is. It was always a good time, man. It was always a good time. It never felt like... Uh, you know that SNL skit they do, those series of skits they do where it's like a high school production and everyone's oh. just trying too hard yeah. and it's just ridiculous? Um, no. Social I, justice is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have respect for your work. But this is Overdogs. We're always back. We come to you to remind you that of all the people in your life that are going to tell you no, you should not be one of you them. You cannot be one of those So people. you must be an Overdog. You gotta be. Because um, we don't play to the, what do you call those? What kind of politics? Uh, rice and politics. Rice and politics. Yeah, yeah. Just add water and stir. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I, I was talking about something else. That was pretty clever. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I've never heard of rice and politics. Your lady, she got away with words. <laughs> yeah, she did. Jesus. <laughs> cool guys. So this episode is uh, a conglomerate of all the comics that we're reading because we are. Yes. Nerds. Comics and graphic <laughs> novels. And I just want to... Someone told me this years ago. It said, if you've got a young kid who like hates school or doesn't like reading, mm-hmm. and you haven't given them a comic book, then you've misunderstood like literacy altogether. So anybody out there, you know, all my single moms who got sons who can't stand books or all my married moms who got sons who can't stand books. Right, right. Cause daddy at work and not paying attention <laughs> or daddy don't be at work, he be there all the time. But if you're a person who believes in the purity of language, mm. drop it right now. And mm. just go to your local comic book store. Yeah, just go ahead and hit pause. And don't go to any of those like okay, so in Nashville, it makes me really upset. There's a com if you Open up Yelp and put in comic book store. The first thing that will come up is a comic book store called Great Escape. Okay? Mm-hmm. Great Escape is actually a record store. They sell comic books, but they only sell... I have only seen comic books that either have a television show mm-hmm. or a movie. That is it. If wow. I go in there and ask for a Saga or something like that, or even what are you reading right now? Immortal Hulk and Rick and Morty. I would be hard-pressed. Like, you call and ask for those, they don't even know what you are talking about. <laughs> they can only help you find 
Pink Floyd albums on cassette. That's all they can do for you. Why is that the first hit on Yelp? I don't know. Listen, Yelp at Yelp. This is you're supposed to be a uh, conduit of the rights of the people. I understand that, but it's probably the people's fault. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they go there, you know, watching season two of The Flash on CW, I guess that's true. That's true. and that's then true. they go pick it up. So it's not Great Escape's fault. And actually, they are very nice people. I'm not even <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> I have got a couple records from there instead, but their comic book selection is disappointing. But you got to find a comic book store. Mm. That, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where the guys talk to you way too much. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I can't walk into a comic book store and have someone know less of, than me That's true. about what I'm reading. That's true. Please That's true. don't. Please I need don't. you to slather me with comic book knowledge. Slather. Until I thirst no more. Shout out to Midtown Comics. Midtown? Yeah, they are. We're going to come see you today. Always on point. Um, and what is the one that we go to down by Union Square? Uh, for Bing Comics. Actually, I walk there every day. I have no intention of buying a comic every day, but it is part of my week, my daily lunch stop. Mm-hmm. I just walk in there and walk back out just to make sure. Yeah, I don't know if Lisa told you, but for Bing Comics, they kind of have this um, mail system where they will store all of your comic books. And in the process, when they come out, They'll pull them for you, and you go in. You say, "Hey, I'm here to pick up my comics," and oh, shit. boom, they pull it out yep. for you. Box fourteen. Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to be generous, buy our comics for us. So, not Nadi, you mentioned Saga. Uh huh. <clears throat> I think we both attended the funeral of Marco. Uh, this Spoiler summer. alert! Every episode you do this, <laughs> stop doing it's it. Only episode two. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But this happened in a group text the other day. She'd be spoiling stuff for people. Oh, so you haven't read that part of the... She has have. But you know, you can't be doing... The the masses. We're trying to get people to watch something they already know the end of. It's not not even his death. Okay. First of all, I'm I'm very offended that you came at me like that. (laughs) What you gonna do? (laughs) I am very offended. So what we go... I mean, can we talk about it? Yes, we absolutely can. All right. So, so Saga, written by Brian K. Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Uh, I describe him as a very concerned artist. You read his work and you think you know what diversity and inclusion are, and you realize you actually have no. Yeah, Brian idea. K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples are. Every time Fiona draws one of those like two-page like spreads with no words, right. Like, Brian will set it up, and there'll be all these words, and then you turn the page, and, like, the big reveal is on the next page, and it takes up, like, two pages. Like, mm-hmm. when Prince Robot's dad shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just him in that room. Yeah. A big room, and it's him. Yeah. So his, you know, Prince Robot has, like, a TV head. Yeah. And um, that, when I turned that page, and his dad showed up, and his dad was, like, a 65-inch flat screen, because <laughs> his dad was King Robot. I mean, that was just brilliant. It was, it was brilliant. brilliant. So, for y'all that are behind the times and maybe living under proverbial rocks. Read the comic then. Saga is the story of Romeo and Juliet, but better. <laughs> um, it's a story of two people um, who grew up on two warring planets, Wreath and Landfall, mm-hmm. and they meet on Landfall, mm-hmm. and they fall in love, and they make a child. And this is illegal. So the comic is told from the story the standpoint standpoint of Hazel, the baby. Well, not even just illegal. 
this is how Go deep on. the oppression goes. And this is this is like this extended metaphor for racism. There's this idea that it's not even possible. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? They're not just telling people that it's illegal to procreate with people who are a different species from you. They're telling yep. you that it's not even possible. So no one has even tried except yep. for these two wow. people who fall in love after reading a book. After reading a book. Yeah. A, a cheesy romance novel. A cheesy romance novel. That they think are parallels for other things. It's like when Lisa comes in here and she tells me that this one small thing is actually an extended allegory for something else. Mm-hmm. So it's this cheesy romance novel that they think is all about like ending war and crossing bridges and all this kind of other stuff. So, And they meet the author and it turns out Oslo. to be like kind of true. It's actually true. Yeah. And he... <laughs> Everything he got, they he, thought. All their obscure all ideas. It's are, true. Hmm? Yep. Wow. Well, I mean, I would have to say that I've been living on the proverbial rock, excuse me, have my new Invisalign in. So if I don't sound this clear, that's probably why. You're in good shape, bro. Um, yeah, for a long time, not to get off saga, but just to jump back one, maybe one or two minutes, you said that some people see comic books as not legitimate literature. And I've never had a teacher growing up that said, hey, pick up a comic if you don't like reading certain novels or books. Never. And I would say that it has only been until, what, maybe this past year where I've read more comics in my entire life mm-hmm. than I have uh, in the past. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, some of them are creative. Mm-hmm. They have deep storylines. Even hearing about Saga, I've never read it, but and I'm already intrigued because mm-hmm. it's so dynamic. It seems like it's well-written and all of these pieces of not only history, but great literature mm-hmm. that we know is woven in and it drives a story. So yeah. go pick up your comics, people. Yeah. I'm, I'm here to tell you they are good. I've been missing out on a lot of good things. Yeah, I think comics are didactic in a way that like just words on a page can't really be because you have to read the artwork as well as read the words. Yeah. Um, so it helps you read life, I think. And I feel like comics, too, and this might just be me, but there's a level of anticipation, like turning a page in a comic book. Just, you know, there's just anticipation, like what is going to happen Mm -hmm. next, Um, which Hunger Games reference again. That was one thing that the Hunger Games did. They ended. Everything just felt like a cliffhanger. Mm -hmm. Every page felt like a cliffhanger. So you always wanted to turn the page. Mm -hmm. I read those Hunger Games books in three days. I read the first one over Christmas and my sister reminded me like a week or two ago when we were like shooting her music video, um, she was like, you wouldn't put it down over Christmas and you would fall asleep reading the book. I read the book like 26 hours. Just wouldn't, mm-hmm. like would not mm-hmm. put that book down. That's a type of a hold of you. Yep. Yeah. So you're, babe, you're reading Rick and Morty. Yep, reading Rick and Morty. Found the show actually this past year. Which came first? That's the debate. I believe the show came first okay. and then the comics came after. Okay. I think it's the opposite. I think it's the comic and the show. I'll Google it. Yeah. Carry on. We, yeah, we live we, in the 21st century. century. Everything is at your fingertips. So we will have that answer shortly for you guys. <laughs> yeah. Rick and Morty. Um, found the show last year, blew through all the seasons, and I'm so glad that they got renewed. Um, that's going to be at least another 100 episodes, probably, Oof. that we may be seeing in the future. Yeah. As for the comic, if the comic came after the show, they have great writing for the comics because when I'm reading the comic, it is as if I'm watching the show. Wow. Vice versa. If the comic came first mm-hmm. and the show was based off the comic, no wonder the comic is so good. Okay. Um, so either way you spin it, I mean, they have done an amazing job with the show and the comic. 
And I guess, long story short, Rick and Morty is based off of Back to the Future. If any mm. of you guys know Marty McFly yeah. and Doc Brown, mm-hmm. that's what the show is based off mm-hmm. of. But you don't actually see them time traveling except when they go to different realities. And that is <laughs> that is one of the driving factors in the show in the comics. The Council of Ricks. There's multiple realities. Rick <laughs> is the smartest. And there is literally a council in his name uh, of all the Ricks across the universe. So he's taking Rick across these journeys and across these galaxies to explore and do these wild, crazy things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. and What do you like about reading Rick and Morty besides it I'm pretty sure it's cool to read a TV show and the comic but particularly about the comic mm. since you've been reading more comics this year like why are you still reading Rick and Morty I think the reason I'm still reading Rick and Morty is for two things one Rick is misunderstood as a scientist they don't I'll rephrase that Rick crazy bro Rick is, <laughs> Rick is crazy but there are certain parts like Morty's dad, Jerry, who just doesn't understand him. I see that honestly as a big reflection on society. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Take our president. I don't know if you guys are going to get too political, but let's not name him. All I'm going to say is do what you got to do. Our um, who shall not be named that's holding the presidency. (laughs) Idiot. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't believe that climate change is real. Mm-hmm. And I think that seeing Jerry kind of go against the grain on Rick at every single step, mm-hmm. um, to me, it paints a perfect picture of what society is when it comes to mm. combating science. Okay, that's fair. Um, mm-hmm. Granted, you know, no matter what you believe in, what, what religion or creed, you can't deny that the environment isn't changing. Mm-hmm. And to discredit certain scientists based on these who discoveries who are scientists right. it's absurd yeah and i think that that's one of the reasons why i'm still reading rick and morty okay because uh, you do see that throughout uh the second is also one the simple of a simple means of escape for me mm-hmm. being morty in this specific show would be so exhilarating for me because he is literally in a different reality different time zone yeah. different world every time you turn the page yeah so his I don't know. His his meeting up with reality is always changing. Yeah. Because even in these different galaxies, like the realities are different. He may not have existed in one. And reality. he's along for the ride. You know, he's along yeah. for the ride. So that that's what I I appreciate about the comic. Yeah, I appreciate the idea that if I were Morty, I wouldn't have to be, I wouldn't have to be Rick. So I don't have to come up with a way to mm-hmm. for interdimensional travel. Huh. Um, but I can go. Mm-hmm. I can put my helmet on and go. Yeah. But. Rick crazy, bro. Yeah, he is. <laughs> when I heard about that Pickle Rick episode and actually like saw what it was, I was like, oh, he is crazy. Yeah. Pickle Rick was the first episode of Rick and Morty that I saw. Oh, yeah? That was it. What 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 made you continue to watch Rick and Morty after that? That specific episode? Yeah, yeah right. Pickle Rick. All yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> the first thing I heard about Naughty say about Pickle Rick was that he was a genius. Yeah. <laughs> it was a head trip, man. It was. <laughs> it was a total head trip. I was like, first of all, drugs were involved, right? <laughs> Storytelling, animation, right? There's some kind of acid trip happening. Yeah. Um, and the second thing was like this was so, it was just it was just fascinating. And then 
just that balance with them all being at therapy. <laughs> they're all at therapy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And he walked in. And yeah. he's kind of like, you know, fighting for his life in this really strange way or having like that weird Rambo standoff at the end with the guy. Yeah. It's just all, it, it's familiar. It has a ton of cliches um, and tropes that they turn on their heads. Um, and then, like all good cartoons, right? Simpsons, mm-hmm. South Park, Rick and Morty. There's yeah. just this humanity that's woven through it. Exactly. This family that's dynamic true. that's woven through it. That's a great. Um, great. Mm-hmm. TV is just it's it's still a family thing. So, yeah. um, but the television show came first. Oh, and TV show came first. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Go ahead. Go You're ahead. Welcome. But, um, what? I didn't even say thank you. Wait now. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> Wait, which one did y'all... Which, I which, said the TV show TV show. First. TV show started in and 2013, the comic. and the comic came out in 2015. Yeah. So it was kind of like uh, right behind each other, which is not always the case, because one of my other uh, obscure television show called Firefly that I was absolutely in love with, mm-hmm. the telev- it only lasted for one season. Okay. It was like a space cowboy odyssey that used to show on Fox. Um, and I never watched it. It came on Friday night, so I never saw it live. Um, but it came out box set. And I took the box set from a guy in college named Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy. Jeremy was a cool dude. I had a big old crush on him. And he had absolutely no idea. <laughs> call her, Jeremy. Um, Jeremy is likely married, but hopefully not. To Don't the, call her if you're married. Hopefully not to <laughs> the girl that we talked about that one time in college. And if you are and you're listening, sorry, homegirl. You cool or whatever. Um, <laughs> or whatever. You just embrace him for who he fully is. The point is this, bruh. Firefly, the comics didn't come out after until after the show, I think, was canceled. Mm-hmm. So they had a series of comics to kind of help wrap up the story and a movie. But it was funny. It was good. And how many volumes of the comic are there for Fireflies? Oh, they're probably still going. Hmm. Um, Never heard of that TV show. Yeah, it was a, a fascinating TV show about basically war and politics. And well, no, it wasn't about war and politics. I just made it political. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't everything though? But it was uh, people who were essentially who were called brown coats who had lost an intergalactic war. Okay. Um, who were now they were basically like smugglers, hmm. um, and they lived on the fringes, but they accidentally picked up a girl who was part of like this elite class. And you find out that they basically experimented on this child and she's clairvoyant. And they're chasing the girl because the girl's considered a government weapon. So the whole season is unfolding and you're learning like very small things about this. Like, the teenager. girl sounds like Hazel. No, because she's like, um, she's she almost seems insane. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never she mind. almost seems like she has like a bunch of special needs and her brother's a doctor and her brother takes care of her and tries to interpret things for her. And sometimes she's like really sweet and lovely and sometimes she's like absolutely lethal and they just don't know where any of it comes from. And does she have powers of some sort? She does. Um, you find more. They have they the show got canceled and the fan uproar was massive and they made a, a movie called Serenity that okay. came out. And that kind of, you might have heard of the movie Serenity. Mm, yeah, I think that I did. That was a conclusion to the television mm-hmm. show Firefly. So it tells you essentially what specific, why the government was kind of after her. Mm. Um, and she has some bad A scenes in that movie too. So. Bad A. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think, I, I think with comics, particularly right now in this cultural climate, I do enjoy seeing all these women leads or all these women characters that are the crux of the story. Yeah. Like, spoiler alert, if you don't read Saga, 
I already told you Marcos did. But he dies right after Hazel, who's like, is she seven or eight right by that time? Yeah. She looks like she's seven or eight. Mm-hmm. They're on the beach, and Hazel is like, basically, she's like, what if I don't want to have children, but what if I, what if I want to create other things? Mm-hmm. And Markle dies right after, like, on the next page or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever read something so interesting as that particular comic book or graphic novel scene. Usually it's like, you know, you can create other things, but you can also have children. It's never like the child making a declaration of like, I just know that I don't want to have children, which I thought was super fascinating. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. Do you think that character will stay dead? Marco? I'm starting to question whether or not See, that won't. was what I asked you in the beginning when I first found this out. And you were so adamant in telling me that Marco was dead. Well, this isn't... Almost I, inappropriately dogged. The, the show... this, The thing about Saga that I love is the authentic... It's real, yeah. right? Nothing's ever a dream. Nope. There's, it looks like a dream, though, because the artwork yeah, is beautiful. The artwork is totally dope, but this isn't like Bob Newhart. You know what I'm saying? Like it Or Dallas. It or doesn't, Bob Ross. It doesn't. It doesn't play that trick on you, where you think something is real and then it turns out not That's to true. be real. I mean, I think he's dead because Brian K. Vaughn wrote in like the notes mm-hmm. that Marco was really dead. Mm. So I'm pretty sure he is dead. Shout out to Hamburger K. Vaughn. Yeah. Best dog name. Shout ever. out. Shout out to Tom Hanks and the movie Big. Did you guys watch that growing up? Yes. Do you pretty much every Sunday? Big. You remember yeah. the movie? All right. Yeah. So you remember the part of the movie? where, you know, Tom Hanks in this movie, spoiler alert in case you haven't seen it, he starts off as a child, he wishes that he was big, meaning that he was bigger and taller so he mm-hmm. could ride certain rides and get the attention of this girl that he liked. Mm-hmm. But after he goes to the Zoltan machine and mm-hmm. makes the wish, it makes him into an adult. Fast forward, he gets a job in New York. He's uh, basically testing children's toys And he comes up with this idea on comic books, Mm -hmm. where the comic book would be electronic and you could choose your story. Mm -hmm. Are there comics out there like that that allows you to choose your story and then go throughout the comic and see what your choices have led to? Oh, like the like the Alexa Amazon Alexa game? Like Alexa, let's play a game and you get to we played it that night. You get to choose like open the red door, Alexa, and it leads you down a path and you get to Right. Okay. Like that. The only thing I can think of was uh, choose your own adventure books. Mm. There was a series of books, and they were all usually historical. And there'd be some kind of like mystery or things like that, and you would read to the first few pages were the same for everyone, and then you'd get like to the bottom of page seventeen, and if you made one decision, you turned to page twenty four, and right. if you made another decision, yeah, you turned yeah, to page one thirty. Now you said his history, like historical actually. Sometimes, sometimes okay. you were in Roman times. Sometimes it was just you know a murder mystery. Mm. You know, a kid on a paper route. But I don't know if any comic books have done that. I remember comic books. I do remember reading R.L. Stein books, like the scary ones, and they would have alternate endings. So it would say, what do you want to do? Like, I, there was one, like, my babysitter was a killer or something like that. What? I know. It was crazy. It got real Are crazy. these children's books? Mm-hmm. Was Shut- this still part of the Goosebumps series? Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goosebumps. It this was is like- why all y'all have anxiety. This is why, if you're trying to figure out why you can't get your emotions under control... You know what I'm saying? If your kids need a fidget spinner, they if don't need a fidget spinner. To... They need to see a counselor because they're anxious. 
Yeah, and they need to. You probably need to stop watching SVU marathons around them. <laughs> Maybe that'll add to their anxiety a little bit. Mm-hmm. You sitting here watching Criminal Minds for twelve hours straight. You know what I'm saying? Wonder why little Johnny always jumping out his skin. <laughs> Not little Johnny. <laughs> but yeah, it would be like, what would you do? Do you want to run out of the house or do you want to like fight your babysitter? And you can turn to page 24, page 17, depending on fight your what you decide. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I uh, that would be good though to have a series of comics where like one at the end of the issue, the mm-hmm. next issue they bought was based on a decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would be really good. Don't take that idea. But I would imagine they might take. Well, she was talking to you. I was talking to the internet. Oh, it's the internet. <laughs> no, that's your idea, bro. But no, no, no. The only my only concern with that is they already take forever to put out certain comics now, like Immortal Hulk. Mm-hmm. It's oh, once a month. It's oh not that God. long, baby. Once then, a month seems like a long time. So if they got to create a second one for an alternate ending, it's like, oh my God, I chose this ending. Now I got to wait two months for it to come but out. But listen, that's what they that's what comics do best. I think. Well, you don't have to wait for two. Well. It depends on how frequent the comic is. It depends mm-hmm. on how big the writing team is. True, true. And that. But I would gladly wait. I mean, we wait months for a show to come back on Netflix. Yeah, so. for sure. And then, um, anyway, yeah. Yeah. But uh, comic books are, are a wonderful part of literacy. And I adore I started reading The Walking Dead before I started watching it. Mm. Um, Who writes The Walking Dead again? Shoot. Well, we have our research team uh, looking for that right now. We should know this, guys. Somebody Stein? No. No, no. While she searches for that, I've given up on The Walking Dead. The TV show, that is. Too far behind. It's dragging the, along. The out. TV show is... Uh, I feel like it's Brian some, or... Uh, no, I think it's... it's uh, Rick uh, Kirkman, no, 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 no. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Kirkman. Robert Kirkman. Yeah, Kirkman. Um... Walking Dead television show. I'm still here for it. I mean, I also don't watch TV. Like, okay, so I'm going to make a confession. I don't watch TV like regular people watch TV. Mm-hmm. Like, if I watch Game of Thrones or um, even like Steven Universe or whatever television show I'm watching, if there's a scene with two characters that I don't really care about all that much, I'll just fast forward through it. So I don't, mm-hmm. you know... With Walking Dead, if there's a scene that I don't, if if Negan's just if his monologue is just too thick for me, mm-hmm. then we hit in that fast forward. But I got too things thick. to do. I don't have yeah. time to sit here and consume <laughs> like these hours of television just for you to give me fluff or like this minor character. Dev- I know how this character is going to develop. Thank you. I pr- Smart writing it. only, please. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that because I did that all the time with Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Especially these Japanese shows, they contain a huge amount of fluff. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of montage scenes of interwoven thoughts. Yeah. Oh, I could just beat him. I've been training <laughs> since the day I was five. Yeah. And he's seen this for 10 minutes. Nah. They do a lot of telling and not a lot of showing. Yeah. yeah I'm like, I'm going to go ahead. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So I don't consume television the way most people do. There's very few television shows that I feel like I have to watch. All the way through. All the way through. The only television show I felt that way with was a television show called The Good Wife. It was one of my favorite um, television shows. I absolutely loved it, but it yeah. was so nuanced. And the way the characters acted and behaved on the show sometimes met. It was the antithesis of Scandal. So Scandal is a ton of dialogue, mm-hmm. ton of tell. We're going to cram all this in as quickly as we possibly can. We're going to move as quickly as we can. And that was fine for that show. But Good Wife was a lawyer show that was the opposite. So a character could walk out of their office, 
look left and right down the hall, maybe take 15 steps down the hall, turn around, come back, their phone would ring, and then they would remember something that was relative to something completely different. And all of that would take like a good 60 seconds. So you kind of had to watch that show. And it was really good. I think that you would actually really like that show just for the acting. Okay. Yeah. You know what else I think you have to watch? Who? You guys tell me if I'm wrong. Queen Sugar. (laughs) Nothing happens on that show. Nothing happens, but everything happens on Queen Sugar. I've seen every episode. I know you Some of them twice. I love Queen Sugar. I watch it all the time. Mm. Nothing happens. Yeah. (laughs) Queen Sugar is dedicated to the extraordinary and the ordinary. If I, you could write on your hand what happened this season on Queen Sugar. <laughs> you could take and a it gel just, pen. It might be some of the same stuff that happened last year. And it was probably some uh, <laughs> Oh, really? No, we had man trouble. Oh, was an idiot. Oh, dang, 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 dang. You having trouble with your baby daddy, Charlie? That's crazy. <laughs> Welcome to season all of them. <laughs> Um, but love that show. And I love, love it the for show. the acting. Mm-hmm. I love it for the acting. And I'm going to shrink myself because I can't afford therapy. I love television shows. Lying. <laughs> I'm lying. I could totally afford it. <laughs> um, I love television shows that have like sister dynamics. Okay. So a lot of television shows that I adore, they either have like, you know, strong female leads mm-hmm. in whatever capacity. So Firefly had strong female leads. Um, Good Wife, skip, you know, those are kind of shows that I like. But if you have any kind of sister dynamic on your show... All for it. Oh, my gosh. Mm. And it's just because I have three older sisters whom I am obsessed with. Mm. I am obsessed Shout with my older... Shout out to sisters. Shout out to my older sisters. I'm obsessed with them. And I don't... I'm not ashamed of it anymore. You shouldn't be ashamed of having yeah. great sisters. They really are quite wonderful. They spoil me rotten. They don't. <laughs> they tell me all about myself. But they also spoil me in an emotional way. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. I think I enjoy seeing women in roles where they are the villain. They're Why not, is that? Not, they're not the good person. Because typically we see women all buttoned up and like not 3D. But like we went to see The Incredibles and we found out. Did you see The Incredibles? Naughty? Uh, I have this thing about watching cartoons okay. as an adult. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't. No, I didn't see Incredibles. But you watched Steven Universe, which is a cartoon. Uh, yeah, that's my that's the exception. Anyway, okay. Shay Shay, and Rick and Morty. Um, because we typically see women all bundled up, like not nuanced at all. But if they're a villain, then I think it adds a layer of complexity to them. Like, not all women are good. I think that's great. So, this you guys saw the second Incredibles, right? Yeah. Was it mom centered? It was. Mom. Or was it still dad-centered with mom being the primary It was, it was mom-centered, I think. Well... She moved him over. Who was telling the story? I still think... Here's the interesting thing. All right. From my perspective, it still seemed as if it was dad-centered because, granted, yes, mm-hmm. we see the mom being chosen to be the primary hero. Mm-hmm. Right? The first one, Mr. Incredible, was called in. And she be, was at home. And she was at home watching the kids. It was told from Mr. Incredible's standpoint. Mm-hmm. This movie, mom goes off to fight crime, mm-hmm. yet the center of the story always comes back to dad mm-hmm. being the mm-hmm. mom Quote of the unquote, house. Mr. Mom. Mr. Mom. Uh-huh. So even though the wife had an active and more important role, it's still centered it's around It's a different mom. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a mom. 
but it's a different mom. Yeah. Which is kind of all all that we're concerned about is the identity of the mom, not necessarily who the mom is. So to me, it still seemed like it was dad driven. Okay. Now that we've dissected those things, I was not even aware of that. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be more about this is incredible, but yet still it came still back to Mr. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. I had a feeling that it would. But they yeah. put the emphasis on like Mr. Incredible changing diapers and like holding down the home when she's away when I really don't think that makes you a better man yeah. or a better dad. Particularly because the original film, I'm assuming, did not focus Particularly on because her of doing that. domestic things. Yeah. Right. Even though she yeah. kind of showed up and... Yeah. He went off to do the manly, quote unquote, manly stuff and she stayed at home. Yeah. Kind of, you know, in angst, tension between wanting to be there and wanting to take care of the children. Yeah, I can't. As an adult, I cannot watch cartoons. I mean, like cartoon movies. Like, I'm not gonna buy a ticket for Moana. I'm not buying a ticket. ticket You know what I'm saying? I still haven't seen Frozen. Um, I haven't seen it either. I feel bad. You know, I I just can't do it. I just can't get myself up for it. You know, I saw Coco. I saw Moana. They're all they're good films. They're good films. What else do you want me to say? I'm not watching it twice, and I'm not paying money to watch no cartoon. I pay taxes, for God's sake. <laughs> I don't know how much more time that we have, but what do you guys think of Captain Marvel? The trailer just came out. I saw the trailer. The trailer looks pretty good. It looks pretty good. They're trying to date it. To you the 90s, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do they do that with the women? Why do they do that with the films? Well, no, with this film, because of the way Infinity War ended, um, Captain Marvel was always written to take place earlier in time okay so when they had the beginning of the trailer if you haven't seen it the first scene of the trailer is her falling from the sky right through a blockbuster video store mm-hmm. and i was like they're dating oh, yeah. they're dating the crap out of this i cannot wait it was pretty brilliant mm-hmm. though it, it was quite interesting I'm, I'm interested to see how this is all going to fit in i hope it's good it looks interesting yeah i don't know much about captain marvel i read mrs marvel in the comic mm-hmm. so are they and Tell me more about Miss Marvel, because I, or Captain Marvel, rather. Carry on. From what I know, Captain Marvel was basically experimented on and given these certain powers. And I think that's why, if you see the trailer, she's recalling certain memories yeah. that she has. Hmm. She's like, wow, I think that I grew up here on Earth. Right. Uh, and I think that that is why. I don't know a lot about her, so critique me if I'm wrong, audience members. But that's the snippet that I know about her. As for her role in Infinity Wars, she is supposed to be the strongest Avenger. Yes. Because she has the power to absorb energy mm-hmm. and use that energy against her enemies. Um, She's the strongest Avenger? Yeah. yeah. Captain Marvel, that's why at the end of Infinity War, like right before Nick Fury does what everyone else is doing, that's exactly who he's trying to get a hold of. Gotcha. Because she's... Um, she's the strongest Avenger, which is hilarious because I think back through the Avengers movies and they've always had this, like, who's the strongest Avenger mm-hmm. kind of argument. Um, and it turns out none of them were even the strongest. Thor. It looked like Thor was. Yeah, towards the end, it looked like he was. Thor, Thor, Thor got it done. Yeah, he did. He just aimed wrong. That's mm-hmm. all. Um, Don't we all? Abject lesson. Look at that. Metaphor for life. <laughs> strong enough. Just aiming wrong. Just aiming wrong. Break up with him. You strong enough. You just aim it wrong. You just aim it wrong, girl. <laughs> Dump her. No books. Dump aim it wrong. Her. All right. Get rid of her. Yeah. Shout out to Captain Marvel. I think she's going to turn the MCU universe upside down. It's about time, especially, you know, for women. Yeah. 
Um, Listen, it's always the time for women. Yeah. yeah. Black Widow just wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And they're trying to make a spinoff movie of her, which I'm on the fence about, not because it's a woman that's Yeah, because I, didn't, that, I don't want that. I don't want Black... I mean, yeah. she shoots and she has great combat skills. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. You were in Iron she Man does some stuff. 2, 3. That was enough. Yeah. That was completely, mm-hmm. um, as my sister would say, suficiente. Yeah. That was enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want none of that. <laughs> nah. I guess not. I always found it weird how she was like stuck trying to console the Hulk, right? That was her character. Yeah. In the middle of war. war. I was like, why, girl? Yeah. <laughs> Sun's getting low. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did y'all see Deadpool? Alan yeah, saw it. Yeah. When he... <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> when he was like, Sun's getting low, big fella. Yeah. I'm like, yo, get out of my life. Yeah. Way too funny. <laughs> and that weird dynamic between him and Colossus, it was like, it was almost like he had emotional like yeah. intimacy with them. But then again, you could see it as them being brothers yes. and really close. I liked it. It, it was, was wonderful. wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. I love Zazie Beats in that movie too. Oh. I love Zazie in general. Someone was trying to shade her in front of me one time. And I was like, I mean, Did I'll you gather take them? A, I was like, I mean, I'll take another critical look, but my gut tells me thumbs up. Thumbs mm-hmm. up. You know what All I mean? the way. All the way thumbs up. Showing love. Mm-mm. Yeah, I thought Domino was hilarious in that film. My friend reads the Domino comic. Sweet. Anyone? No? Okay. Oh, that was a question? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought, Anyone I, know of the comic, the domino? I thought you said my friend. friend. Yeah, that's what you yeah, said. Yeah, um, I was asking, does anyone... Never mind. No. No? We have not a read A collective... The no. <laughs> now that we know what you're asking... Yeah. Mm. Yo, does your wife s- slap you all the time? Yeah. My gosh! Yeah. I slap you? Just a fun fact, uh, Lisa said the other day, Wow, I hope we don't have a hard time finding. <laughs> no. I hope we don't have a hard time finding a taxi in England. I said, why would we have a hard time? Because they speak French. <laughs> so I said, are you flying? Were you having a stroke? know what was going on i said are you implying that only french drivers are driving cabs in london i said you do know we're heading to england <laughs> and he said english, it just like that and i was offended english is their first language granted yeah that we're probably gonna get a cab driver that speaks french yeah it might even be an american over there yeah but we will not have a problem i was excited about going on this trip so excuse me you didn't have to out me to the world it's okay i'm not going to out you though we don't feel no other we don't feel no kind of way about you you're still number one in our hearts right number one coming for that number one spot shout out to Ludacris, who could possibly be doing the super bowl possibly because people are outraged that an atlanta rapper or uh musician isn't doing the super bowl so far we got cardi b maroon five and someone else. Only Atlanta mind. would be mad that you don't have local. What are we supposed to do? Get the um the the three six zero boys outside of, <laughs> out of outside of like some Dunwoody shopping center to come be the what? Only Atlanta would be mad. You know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't get to own the Super Bowl just because you're there. This yeah. is a national. Well, whatever. You're right. Shout out to Atlanta. <laughs> I haven't been to Atlanta in years, but I do love the fourth Migo. Shout out to TD Jakes. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.